Hey, welcome to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. I'm your co-host, Cole. Dude, you're stealing my thunder. Uh, I haven't been able to open over right the past couple of episodes. Because I was excited. I was so excited. I'm Hayden, and uh, we're excited to have you guys tuning in for another episode. Oh, we really are. Yes. And I'm excited to be back in the studio. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, let's go! Where you been? Out and about, man. I've been finding myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I've been on a, I've been on a, a journey to find my find myself. If you guys feel like uh, we're a little bit uh, more energetic than usual, it's because we both consumed a bunch of caffeine before coming on the show tonight. Yes, we did. And Cole, as I've said time and time again, just is naturally energetic. So I feel like him drinking energy drink on top of just his natural personality or energy is just like... I feel like Matthew McConaughey in that, like the Wolf of Wall Street, he's like, boom, 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 Is your heart be- bum, bum, bum. beating a little bit quicker than normal? I mean, it's a little fast, but I like to ride that fine line between like... Okay. <laughs> having a panic attack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, no, speaking honestly, of... God. Oh. No, you take the floor. You take it. Well, I, I was going to get a little deep for a second again. I was like, speaking of panic attacks, you know, it is Mental Health uh, Awareness Month. And we're big about talking about uh, our mental health here at UE. Well, I think um, mental health. So it's like uh, it's like a voodoo topic, right? I mean, people don't like people want to talk about it, but they don't want to talk about it. And they want to like or they want to like share. When you say voodoo, I think you meant taboo, right? Voodoo taboo. <laughs> Taboo. Hey, it's that energy. Voodoo. You're like, what? I, I, hey, I don't know. I make up words like all the time the, too. We're not like I, the Salem witches. <laughs> like we're doing like voodoo. No, um, yeah, I meant taboo. I feel like a lot of people want to talk about it, but there's a fine, like a small amount of people that will talk about it and then also like be uh, vulnerable about their own battles with it. Like a lot of people want to promote that. Yeah. So I feel like we've been kind of vulnerable on here about it. I would agree. I mean, it, it definitely takes a lot to to share some of that stuff because uh, we all battle our own demons. I mean, I don't think there's a person out there that doesn't deal with, you know, some type of issue at any point in their life. Maybe they haven't up to this point, which is awesome. But there's going to be times in people's lives where, you know, they might experience uh, some emotions that they don't want to deal with or have. and. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, we, we're human beings. Uh, we're emotional creatures, and there's going to be times where things don't go your way um, or things out of your control kind of happen, and it's like, how do you respond? And sometimes your body naturally responds the way that it does, and learning that that's all right and, like, learning how to manage or cope with those feelings, you know, is extremely important. And I know, Cole, you and I have talked about this offline, but I think more and more kids and even adults need to to learn best practices and you know you and i aren't up here just trying to tell you what uh we believe is true because we're still learning ourselves but it's super important to to share you know what's on your mind because it does help especially if you're you're struggling with certain feelings or something that's going on uh in your life and it it, it's best to to talk about it i know it's tough at times well it's it's one of those things like i I even had this this other, it was um, who was I? Ta- I was talking to somebody, I don't know, like a week ago, and we were talking about stress, mm-hmm. and we were talking about like different things going on and communicating, and how do you communicate when you're stressed out? And one of the things like that came up that came out of it was 
we got into like when you when you let things boil up because you don't communicate and then all of a sudden they like explode out of you like mm. so you it all builds up right all this pressure you know whether it's from like you know financial pressure family pressure but you know professional pre- professional pressure you know work pressure you know, all these different things and they all bo- like pile up and then a lot of the times at least what happens used to happen to me which I'm getting a little better at but what used to happen to me is I would like not acknowledge that that stuff was stressful or hard to deal with mm-hmm. like you've seen me be the you called me ruthless optimist the other day I think there's a and you've seen me be that, right? Mm-hmm. But I've had to learn how to balance that ruthless optimism mm-hmm. with realism that it's okay when things are tough, mm-hmm. acknowledge that they're tough, and then move forward. Mm-hmm. But I used to be that person that would go through two, three weeks of never not letting one thing be hard, not let one thing be tough. And then I get to like that that third week, whatever. It was like almost like this cycle, and something would make me snap. And I would feel like I wouldn't have an anxiety attack. I guess I've had like one of those ever, but I would have this moment of like, I felt like I was so pent up and mm-hmm. I just wanted to like run through a wall and punch or punch a wall or run 10 miles and scream at the top of my lungs. I felt like everything was caving in around me. And again, not an anxiety attack. My chest was not pounding, but this feeling of like just so overwhelmed and needing to let it out somehow. And that used to happen to me pretty frequently. So it was just an interesting conversation because we talked about, you know, again, I cannot remember. I just remember this conversation so clearly. It was like rather than not acknowledging things are stressing you out or like pushing them off, it's just like owning that things can be tough sometimes and like telling yourself like it's okay, it's tough. But like acknowledge that it's tough. Acknowledge that you're you're going through it. You know, going through that shit, as they say, getting through that, muddling through it. Acknowledge that you're going through it. And that's helped me so much because I acknowledge when I'm going through stuff and when I when I tell myself that's okay, then I can look at like, okay, how do I deal with it now versus waiting till later and I have an explosion? Cause I used I mean, I mean, I'm telling you like it would boil. It would boil itself to the surface, and I, I mean, like, just it, it was like I thought it was gonna, my head was going to pop off out of nowhere. It's because of that. Yeah, you reached your uh, your boiling point, your breaking point. We we all have one, and I appreciate you being vulnerable there. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's amazing that our minds are able to either put us into a positive mindset or a negative mindset. And it can happen just like that, Mm -hmm. which is wild, you know? And I've dealt with my own uh, experiences of things that are floating around in my mind and right or wrong or not right or wrong, but the, the way that I describe it is we all have thoughts and sometimes the thoughts that we have are thoughts that, you know, are just, completely irrational or things that are never going to happen but you know your your brain doesn't always know how to process what's reality or not i don't know the way that i'm describing this makes a lot of sense and i don't want to scare anyone but again we we've all had like goofy thoughts and it's like where the heck did that come from and the thing that i've learned is like you have to be all right with accepting that it's just a thought where it starts to cross the line or become a problem is if it impacts how you choose to act or live your life mm-hmm. in the physical world. 
Um, because it's all right. Like we literally can't control our thoughts. Like our, our brains are constantly running. And if we can't control our thoughts or someone knows how to control their thoughts, please reach out to me because <laughs> I would love to learn how to do that. I've tried. Put me on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's all right to, to recognize that, you know, we have just a million different thoughts that come to our mind every day and maybe not a million. I think the number is like, is it like 60,000 or something like that? Have you heard that, that stat? Well, it's a lot. I mean, yeah, probably, I mean, I, if no, you think, I, I mean, 60,000 thoughts like a day. Thoughts. Yeah, yeah, throughout like crazy. a 24 hour period. Like that, that's remarkable. And again, a small percentage of those could be, you know, goofy thoughts, silly thoughts, whatever. And they're just thoughts. Um, I know I keep using the word thoughts. It's <laughs> okay. I went through a stretch where I use that so much. So, yeah. But I, I think the other thing that I uh, heard you sharing there and I can relate, and I think this is more times a guy thing than a girl thing, um, is suppressing your feelings. I think I'm, I'm actually really good at doing that, but it's not a good thing to do. And it's like, how do I get better at sharing what's on my mind with certain people, um, like close, trusted friends and family, um, instead of, as you were mentioning, letting things reach their, their boiling point? Because we all know that that never really ends well. Um, how do we prevent that? And I think it starts with just having those open and honest conversations um, with friends and family um, at times. And I think there's other uh, tactics out there as well. Another thing that I've uh, done over the past couple of years is, uh, I'm not going to say meditating because I, I don't do that uh, all too often. I do that every now and then, but I do journal pretty mm -hmm. frequently and just writing down my thoughts. And especially with thoughts that I've like wrestled with or argued with uh, in my mind, like, the moment you start to write those down on paper, like it starts to uh, break those apart. It's like, well, why the heck was I even worrying about this? Like when you put it on paper, you read it out loud. It's like, that's that's silly. It's just a thought. Um, so again, that that's, that's a coping mechanism uh, for me if I'm ever dealing with just stressful situations. Again, there's numerous different uh, strategies out there. I know we shared some stuff uh, earlier this week in terms of like how you can get into that mental uh headspace the right headspace um and and sometimes it just it really starts with just acknowledging you know how you're feeling well, you and recognizing it. it's you gotta, temporary you gotta own it and i was gonna add to that you know i think for me uh, my whole life it's always been about you know i've got this corner of people mm -hmm. that i feel comfortable with venting to mm -hmm. and i want to use that word venting very very clearly venting is not complaining it's healthy venting is healthy venting is letting go getting it out of your system mm -hmm. and getting rid of the i look at it as a way of like purging like you instead of letting all these negative thoughts or irritations and stuff boil up you're saying get out i need to get it out and i need to purge it mm -hmm. and sometimes a workout or a book or a meditation is not going to do the trick. Sure. Sometimes the best way to purge is to go to someone that you trust, that you love, that you care about, that you know cares about you, or somebody that doesn't really give a shit, but they'll listen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sometimes you just got to get it out. Yeah. And I think there's a big difference between venting and complaining. Venting, to me, is a form of therapy, because you're getting 
out your feelings. It's just like journaling. You could vent in your journal, mm-hmm. even. I mean, that's a form of it. Mm-hmm. But I think um, one thing that's helped me is 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 the venting aspect of it. And I've had to convince myself also that that's okay because I remember I used to let it boil up. Yep. And I've had to convince myself, and you've probably heard me say this, like I'm not trying, you know, I'm sorry for being negative, or I'm not trying to be negative. And you're like, dude, it's okay. Like it's it's because I've had to convince myself that it's okay to vent, and that doesn't make me a negative person. No, not at all. You know, because mm-hmm. I used to struggle with that. I used to like nothing is going to let me be negative. I'm not going to be negative about anything. I'm not going to complain, and that'll beat you down if you never let that stuff out. And I think it correlates to, for me, to my professional career, like to my to my business, you know, f- for this and for you know my my job and for you know my aspirations financially and stuff like that. I feel like it, it's almost like this, you know, you get on the surfboard and you're riding the wave, and you're gonna like you're gonna go up and down, you're gonna move, but as long as you stay on the surfboard and do what you need to do to keep yourself balanced, like you're gonna stay on it. I wanted to throw a different analogy out there. Than, I love that analogy. Well, because I think. By doing all these right things, it's going to keep me balanced. Mm-hmm. And so that gets into like a whole thing I've dealt with the past few weeks. It's been really stressful for me. I'm being vulnerable here, very stressful. I've never been like that person that says, oh, this is my routine. So, you know, you see like, you probably see this like the celebrity routines, right? Like Mark Wahlberg, he does this, you know, it's got like seven, you know, five o'clock, wake up and work out, 530, you know, say a prayer, six o'clock. You know, I've never been that person. But I've had things. And by the way, sorry to jump in. Some of that is marketing. I don't fully. Oh, believe, there's no way Mark Wahlberg or whomever is waking up every single day of their life at that time doing X, Y, and Z. Right. There's, there's, too, just, there's too many variables in life. Too. Yeah. Yeah. There's too many things going on. So my but my routine. So I've never like really bought into that because I know it's a lot of nuance and a lot of marketing and you know one person thought he did this and this and this and this. But what I have bought into is a routine of like, okay, you, you get up have breakfast, do this, 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 and your days and you, and you get into that rhythm of like each day flowing into the next one. And you've got, you know what, you get your time to work, you got your time to exercise, you got the time to eat time with the kids and, and wife. So I was in a pretty good rhythm for the past, I don't know, two and a half, three months mm-hmm. of not, and there's always variables. There's like, I got to pick up Ava from school earlier. I got to go, uh, you know, Amanda's got work that I forgot about her working. I gotta do this. Those are variables that flow in, but I felt like my, I was consistently doing some of the similar things, working out, eating eating at similar times, getting up at around the same time, all these things. And then the past two and a half weeks, I had to go out of town for a week and a half, then I'd go somewhere else. So like my whole thing got thrown off. And for me, I've felt myself feeling a lot more scatterbrained. I think I even talked about this in our last episode or maybe the one before where I felt like I'm riding on a, a unicycle juggling balls. And that's because my routine's been thrown off. And so for me, you know, one of the things I can say is, you know, something I want to work on and something to like pay attention to is like, A, how do I get back? How do I deal with it when I'm not in routine, when I'm outside of the norm? Like, what can I do to, you know, what is it? Is it making sure at least I'm getting one of those things right? Whether I'm working out every day or something like that, or um, making sure I'm I'm I, I don't know what it is, but I know lately for me, not being in a routine has been really really challenging. Yeah, uh, to piggyback onto that, I I would agree. It's it's tough when you get out of that uh, rhythm or that routine that you're so used to. Um, I think a lot of us are just 
maybe afraid of breaking that routine because we're, we're used to it. It feels safe. We're comfortable with it. And sometimes it's all right to break that routine. Mm-hmm. And as you were mentioning though, like how do you ease back in or get back to like what you're used to? I, I think it's definitely uh, something that takes some time and it, it's an art um, as well. Um, recognizing like what is near and dear to uh, your heart or in terms of like how you want to go about your day. So with you, I know you were traveling. Um, your your sleep schedule was probably thrown off a little bit, working longer hours. Um, you might have not been able to work out or work out as consistently as you wanted to. And that's all right to take those breaks from time to time. And kind of my uh, thinking is one, recognizing that, hey, whatever I'm going through right now, no matter what I'm feeling, it's temporary. Mm-hmm. No matter how great it is too, life life is temporary, right? Nothing's promised at the end of the day. And not to get too deep, but to get deep, like something that I have benefited from greatly, again, over the past few years, and I continually try to work on this. It's not, I'm not perfect, and I, I don't do it every day, but I try to. It's just, and we've talked about it before, Cole, the power of gratitude, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the moment that I wake up, I try to think of something that I'm thankful for. I mean, that just puts me in a good headspace right away, or at least it, it's an attempt to do so. Because there are so many people that unfortunately don't get the opportunity to, to wake up, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I'm thankful that I, I get to, and I'm also thankful that I get to walk on my own. Like there's some people that are, you know, bedridden, um, and I'm not trying to get into, well, look what I have, look what they don't have. But again, try to find gratitude in your life. And if you can do that at the beginning and the end of your day, I think it's a ripple effect in terms of like how much better you can live your life and also help others uh, as well. So that's that's something that um, I, I've been pretty consistent on and, and very thankful for uh, understanding the power of, of being grateful for, you know, what I've been blessed with. And I, and I thank God. Um, I mean, I could lose it all in a moment. And, and that's why, again, I, I recognize that things are temporary and kind of just to, to go with the flow as much as I can. Um, and just recognize that there's going to be highs and lows in life too, especially on some of those days that aren't quite going the way that I want it to go. And that's all right. That's what makes those, those bad days or sorry, those good days, even a little bit more sweeter. I know some of that's cliche, but again, just the power of gratitude is so powerful. Well, I would say I want to hit on something that we, I think we were going to, I don't want to get too deep into it, but the gratitude strikes a chord with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, you know, I, I just want to say my heart is so heavy for the, Everybody and people that have watched any news recently or heard anything have mm-hmm. heard about what happened. I think Uvalde, Texas, mm-hmm. those children and those teachers that were massacred, that were were killed, and that sort of thing rips my heart out. And and I've I'm not going to sit here, Hayden, and even like try to get into the discussion of what what could have happened differently or what could have gone better because I think there's a time and place for that. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's a, a time and place to just grieve mm-hmm. and to pray and to just take your loved ones and hold them close mm-hmm. and 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 have gratitude for what I do have. Yep. Um, because that hit me hard as a parent of an eight year old that's in elementary school. Right. That I I can't even like I got it gives me chills. I mean I you know I can't as a parent. Ex- 
even fathom that. So I don't want to get like into the weeds about what could have done better or worse. Because again, I think there's a time and place for that. I think there's discussions and things that need to happen, but this isn't the time for that right now. Um, my heart is just super heavy and, and I'm super grateful that I get to go home to my two daughters. I get to be here with you and I get to have the, my daughters in the safety of my home because you never, you really never know. Yeah. It, I, I think, uh, well, first off, yeah. Prayers to, to all those uh, that have been affected by, uh, what took place earlier this week. Uh, I, I know, uh, a lot of people are, are feeling a certain way and I know it's been heavy on your, your heart and mind as well with the, your kids and, and such. And as you said, Right now, I, I think uh, is not the the right time to fully process everything there. But uh, again, just hug your loved ones um, and just thank God for you know the the opportunity to continue to to live on on Earth and make an impact. And that's why you know you and I are doing what we do here. We're we're trying to make a, a huge impact and trying to help people. Yeah, that, I mean, at the end of the day, if you were to simplify, what the hell are you guys trying to do? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and we ask ourselves that question all the time too. But we're trying to make an impact in people's lives, and we're not perfect because we're freaking human beings. And I think that's why a lot of people resonate with us, um, especially uh, some of our first uh, listeners or followers that that know us a little bit more than the average person, like. We're Cole and Hayden from from Cincinnati. Uh, we're two authentic guys, and we we do what we do. And again, we're we're just trying to make a, a difference any way that we can, and have honest and open conversation. We're not going to always get it right. We might have some hot takes or some poor takes, whatever you want to refer to that as. And we'll do our best to just try to be ourselves. Um, but at the end of the day, if we're not living a life full of purpose or meaning and trying to help impact and move the needle for other people in, in a better way, then, you know, what are we doing? Like, well, why are we doing this? Well, and it's like, see, that stuff gets me jacked up when you say stuff like Speaking that. Speaking of that, you're, you're, you're looking a little bit uh, swole, man. Yoked. Um, <laughs> no, like, uh, we, we, we do talk about this. We're always going to talk about it, but how can we move people to move themselves like that's my that's that's our goal yeah. you know we go we have our our business meetings and our little back and forth and like that stuff that's all strategy and this and that but then what it's like if you were to put a venn diagram and say or not a venn but like a, a a big circle and have all these little like webs off of it and say what's in the middle and it's just value right it's impact it's changing people's lives and giving people something to lean back on, to listen to, to make their day a little bit better, um, and motivate people. I mean, you know, we're not perfect, but hopefully you find us, you know, you guys that are listening, find us motivational. Sometimes I find myself motivational. I'll pat myself on the back. Sometimes I'm like, man, Cole, good job. And sometimes I'm like, man, you're you're really slacking off. You need to pick it up. But I'm hoping a little bit of that rubs off on, on anybody that's listening that, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're two people just like everybody else that's chasing after a dream and trying to motivate and instill some some good ideas some 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 practices some mm-hmm. some anything you can get out of it you know to to make your lives better so again i like we're just grateful to be on here and have the the listeners that we do have and the and the viewers we do have um that give us the opportunity to, to share this and Another thing I wanted to add about routine, I'm totally flipping the script on you, but I was thinking about this earlier, is 
we were talking about like how valuable you know for me this routine and i kind of look and i didn't get to share this part because we kind of went back and forth but i did this today and it was very 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 helpful because i'm like I, i i was like super uptight or like off the past few days being out of my routine you know for the past week and a half then trying to get back to the house back into it and i was like well what is what does cole need like what do i need to function at a, a high level like what is good for me and what have i been doing that's not good for me and mm-hmm. i'm like okay so i've been watching maybe a little bit too much tv at night which is you know, I, I watch I, in the night usually with TV, but maybe I've watched a little too much TV. I'm not focusing on, you know, exactly you know what I'm eating. I'm not eating super healthy. I'm kind of eating what I can get. I haven't worked out as much as I could this week, so I was looking at all that like the things I haven't done. I'm like, okay, so I need some. I need to put healthy food in my body. I need to learn, not consume. I need to learn. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if I'm consuming something, it needs to be something that's that's engaging my brain making my 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 wheels turn i need to pray that's huge for me and i need family time Mm -hmm. so i started looking like okay if i can get these things then my i can work those types of things into my routine and whatever setting it's at Mm -hmm. so instead of looking at my routine as so much a place or a taskless item it's more of like a okay what do I need to be a high functioning or or feel like I'm in that state of flow? I need to eat healthy food, which I can do anywhere. Mm-hmm. I need to pray, mm-hmm. which I can do anywhere. I need to learn. I need to get my brain active, which I can do anywhere. Yep. And I need to exercise, which I can do in any facet. And now I'm like, I totally flipped my script because now I'm not like, Oh, like now I can go on vacation and still do that stuff. I can carry that stuff with me. I can go on a work trip and still get some of that stuff in. And now it's not so much. Now I feel like I've got a good plan for when I change from these different things. These are things that I can take with me that aren't physical things I need to put in a bag. But now if I can rely on those core things that make Cole feel good, then no matter what setting or how my day is going – it's I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel I'm in a state of flow, which is which is what I want to be in. When I'm in a state of flow, I feel like everything's functioning, and I want to be in that state more. Yeah, one one thing I, I love hearing all that. By the way, um, I'm I'm trying to gain my my thought process back here, but something that I recently saw is the person that you were five minutes ago doesn't need to be the person that you are now, which is very deep to me meaning all it takes is again the right mindset or attitude and recognizing again it goes back to how am i feeling and if you're not feeling the way that you want to feel okay you have the choice to do certain things or take certain actions to help you know better your life so i wanted to to share that uh recent uh thing that i i come came across and then the other thing that i heard you say and i wrestle with it myself too and it has to do with, you know, critiquing, you know, what am I, what am I doing with my time here? Like, uh, I'm watching too much YouTube or TV at night. And what I want to say is like, it's all right to take a break. Sometimes we're too tough on ourselves. We, we put too much pressure. 
not to take my words, you know, uh, like, oh, it's all right to, to constantly slack off. No, that's not what I'm saying. But every now and then we do need a break and recognizing that. And it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, don't get me wrong there. Um, but again, it, it's all right. Don't beat yourself up, which goes back to something else that someone told me a couple of years ago that uh, I've continued to, to try to think about. Like, we can be our biggest friend or our biggest enemy mm-hmm. and like if you're constantly having that negative self-talk and again this goes back to the whole mental health conversation like one that's not good for you and two think of it this way if you're having that negative self-talk is that something that you would be having like would you talk that way to someone else <laughs> right right and if you're not going to talk that way to someone else why the hell would you talk that way to yourself i mean stuff like that is super eye-opening and insightful to me and it's like wow that helped me kind of change my mindset and again we we all still deal with that it's not like it ever goes away fully but again just recognizing okay i'm nice to people or i try to be nice to people or compassionate um i need to make sure that i'm doing that for myself as well mm-hmm. and not you know, burning myself out. And that's just super important to recognize and continue to recognize no matter how old you are, where you are in life, what your job is, what you do, all of those things. Again, everything truly goes back to, in my mind, mental health. And if you're taking care of your mental health, that's gonna help you achieve your fullest potential. If you're not taking care of your mental health, then all hell can break loose. Well, and... and, and True too, I hear I, I'm a big believer, and there's a lot of things you can do to help with that and minimize your risks of anxiety and stuff like that. But I also think if you've got a disorder and you've tried some stuff, I'm a 100 believer and like go see it, go see your doctor, mm-hmm. talk to them. Yep. Again, we've talked about this. Like, go get a second opinion yep. if you need to. If they're trying to put you on something, try things out. But I'm a big believer in, like, some people just have that chemical disorder. There's not a lot of things you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and a full supporter of, like, going and getting that help. And then, you know, I, I just – I think that's there's, again, there used to be a big stigma around that as well. Like, I don't – you know, I still hear people go, like, I don't take any medicine. Like, I don't need medicine. It's like there's a reason why we're in the 21st century and, like, they've developed medicine because – that we have the technology and resources to do it. Yeah. And it's like, I also like, and this is totally like me going ADD on you a little bit, but you ever heard somebody go like, well, they didn't have that a hundred years ago. It's like, well, we're not a hundred years ago. Right. We've evolved. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's so, um, I think, you know, I think 100% like just uh, have being self-aware enough to know what you're dealing with and trying to be self-aware and making it a conscious effort to do that. And then addressing it as needed, as as you see fit. I mean, I think there's a lot of ways to address it and to cope with things and to treat uh, your mental health in, in a way that can benefit. Um, but I think you gotta you gotta look outside the box and, and look for ways to do that. Whether it's food, whether it's you know exercise, meditation, you know, seeing a therapist, going to your going to your doctor. There's a million ways to do it. Yep. But it flows down and do every facet of life. Yeah, what I'm hearing is there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. Oh, no. There's so many different avenues that you can take to, to better your health. And even if something worked uh, in the past and it's not working now, that's all right. You then 
pivot and you, you try something different and you kind of document, okay, I tried doing X, Y, and Z, that didn't work, but I, I did this and this works. So good, like you're learning what works best for you um, and just having an open mind and trying to think about, okay, I'm trying to live a better life. I want to take care of myself. Like that, what, what do I need to do to do those things? And again, you threw out some good examples, uh, whether that's going to a therapist, you know, sometimes you need to go down that route, um, getting uh, subscribed to actual medication potentially, or sometimes it could be, you know, just eating healthier foods or working out again. There, we don't know uh, your situation. Um, we don't fully know our situation. No, like we're, we're, we're dealing with different things too throughout our lives. And again, the the whole point that we're trying to make is just recognizing that your mental health it should be your most valuable thing that you always take care of, and recognizing that there are going to be days or moments in time that aren't always perfect. But please recognize that that is just temporary. Well, that's I think that's the that's the epitome of this whole conversation like the biggest point is that understanding that you can be as mentally sound or unsound yeah but there's still individual moments and no matter how mentally healthy you are and how great your routine is or how how many like things you've got figured out you're still gonna have those times yeah i don't care who you are the pope Dwayne, Rock, the Johnson, whatever the heck his they name all, is. They, they, have, they all have bad days or moments. Yeah. Again, we're human beings and we're trying to call that out. Like it's all right to to recognize that you're not having a, a great time or a good day. So again, have a good conversation uh, with your loved ones or people that you trust if you're dealing with someone or something that uh, is heavy on your mind or your heart. Um, and if you need to seek professional help, certainly do so. Have those conversations. Again, uh, you know what's best for you, um, and it's up to you to take the right action to better uh, your mental health. Cole, I say we uh, we wrap things up, but uh, this was a an awesome conversation. It was awesome. It was I'm a deep conversation. I'm going to throw one last thing out there. Do it. Any of our listeners that are going through some stuff, need to vent, need to let loose, one time and one time only. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but feel free to reach out. Um, I know I get a lot out of sharing perspective with people that come to me with issues or stresses or situations. Um, and I, I get a lot out of that. I, I get a lot out of being able to talk people through that and help them out. So anybody's got something like that from our, our listeners, from all you millions of listeners, feel free to, to shoot me a DM on Instagram or send us an email at unscriptedexchanges at gmail.com. Love to uh, hear your story and, and see um, see what I can do to share some perspective on that. Yeah, I, I love that, Cole. And maybe uh, someday soon we can partner with like a, a headspace, a breath work, or a calm. Uh, I know there's a lot of other companies out there as well, but uh, we are big proponents of taking care of your mental health. Huge, huge. Well, guys, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. Cole and I can't say thank you enough. We are super grateful. And again, we talked about the power of gratitude earlier on. We have some exciting things in the works. Uh, so stay tuned and we will talk to you guys next time. Thanks, guys.